Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. Today we are visiting with our friends from the city of Brainerd. We have Brainerd City Administrator Jennifer Bergman with us as well as Brainerd City Engineer Paul Sandy. Jennifer and Paul, welcome back to Community Focus. Thanks, Ken and Tess. Thanks for having us. Jennifer, maybe we'll start with you. Last time we talked, uh, I know you were uh, just really working on those small business grants and the CARES Act funds. Uh, Bring us up to speed on on how that all played out. You bet. So maybe just a little bit of background. I know I've discussed the CARES Act funding several times, but the, the federal government appropriated funds to the state of Minnesota, who in turn provided funds to city and counties to assist with their COVID-19 needs. And so the city of Brainerd got a little over a million dollars. And so almost half of that, the council decided to allocate to our small businesses and also to our nonprofits. So I want to talk a little bit today about the the $300,000 that was provided for our small businesses. So we decided to uh, pool our funds with the county, and the county allocated $3 million uh, to small businesses in Crow Wing County. And Bladeck uh, administered the, the program or took applications, the Brainerd Lakes Area Economic Development Corporation, and they took applications from August 18th to the end of September. And I uh, just am proud to report that approximately 55 businesses in Brainerd have been approved for funding. Wow, that's great. It's really exciting, and and it's contingent. The county board is meeting tomorrow, and they'll, they'll talk about those requests and then also next steps. Uh, not all of the funds were were allocated, so the county board tomorrow is going to be talking about what to do with the remainder of the funds. Okay, and that was going to be my next question, but you answered it. So, <laughs> yeah, very good. Well, that's still a lot of businesses that uh, took that step to get some grant money. Boy, I know a lot of them need it as we go through this pandemic, so that's good news. Absolutely, and we're actually anticipating tomorrow at the county board meeting that they may open up a second round of these grants. Really? So I would encourage our small businesses to to kind of pay attention, keep in mind, keep that in mind, and watch Facebook and the dispatch and, of course, WJJY for any updates there may be. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Um, Jennifer, I know that the city of Brainerd is working on the city charter. Can you give us an update there, too? I absolutely can. So just just maybe a little bit of what a charter city is. There are actually two types of cities in Minnesota. There are statutory cities and there are charter cities. Brainerd is a charter city. And what that means is that our founding fathers created a charter instead of just creating a city under state statute. So the council budgeted funds in 2020 to take a look at our charter. Since it was written in the late 1800s, uh, there are a number of things that are outdated. <laughs> I would think uh, so. As you can imagine. I, I think you know, Watchmen, I think, is in appointing watchmen <laughs> is in our charter. So uh, the Charter Commission started meeting at the end of September, and they're looking at the charter. Uh, also, there are some things that conflict with state law. And so our city attorney is taking a look at that, and he'll be bringing back some recommendations to our Charter Commission at their next meeting on November 5th. Very interesting. You'll have to keep us updated on that as uh, the charter is, well, if you will, amended and brought up to date, I guess is a good way to look at it. Absolutely. 
Yeah. Uh, we hear a lot about a lot of things happening downtown as the pandemic continues, but uh, talk about downtown. Absolutely. I think there's some really exciting things happening in downtown Brainerd. Um, If you haven't been down there lately, you will notice, uh, or if you have, you will notice that we have new banners. Uh, The Downtown uh, Business Coalition, the Destination Downtown Business Coalition, coordinated that, and the the city of Brainerd and and the coalition pitched in to put new banners downtown Brainerd. I I think they look really great, uh, kind of using the You Betcha uh, mural that you see downtown. So Love it. Yeah. (laughs) And did I hear there's an initiative about bringing uh, the Blue Ox back to downtown? There sure is. So the chamber um, has one of the Blue Ox statues. And I was going to say, let's clarify, you mean the statue and not the bar. (laughs) That's right. The statue, not the bar. (laughs) Yes. Thanks for that clarification, Tess. (laughs) So um, the, the, the chamber donated that blue ox statue to the to the city of Brainerd and the city in turn is going to be working with the uh, downtown business coalition and the crossing arts alliance to update that and so the crossing arts alliance is currently looking for artist submissions to design proposals to paint the ox sculpture so they're kind of calling it the babe the quote-unquote ox we don't Ah. know will Mm -hmm. it be blue Mm -hmm. so this is an opportunity open to all residents in Minnesota, and artists may submit up to three designs, and then those submissions are going to be reviewed by a group of local jurors. Um, the artist who's selected will receive a $650 honorarium, and then we would just encourage people to go to the Crossing Arts Alliance website for more information on that. Now, once they decide on the final design, where will the statue go? Where will it be displayed, if you will? That is a great question, Ken. So the Destination Downtown Business Coalition has identified the corner of 7th and Laurel right out in, uh, right out in front of Manx Jewelers. Oh, there oh. you go. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. That's exciting. That's another little just, fun touch. <laughs> I'll just tease one more downtown Brainerd thing. Uh, the coalition is also working on doing re redoing the farmers market in 2021 so they've started planning um so stay tuned for more information we're hoping we have the farmers market downtown brainerd again in 2021 that'd be awesome yeah yep very good uh last time we talked uh, we had uh, uh, just heard the announcement of the resignation of a couple of department heads and bring us up to speed on what's going on there Right. So two very big resignations at the city. One is uh, Police Chief McQuiston, uh, who will be retiring. He has identified a date of November 28th. The Civil Service Commission and the City Council has started the search process for a new chief of police. And the city began uh, will is now accepting applications and will accept applications through October 26th. Uh, this this new chief will have big shoes to fill. Yes. Uh, chief McQuiston has, is... Uh, been a wonderful uh, asset here for the city of Brainerd. He certainly has. Mm-hmm. And then, um, of course, our parks director, Tony Saylor, also uh, a huge asset, been here for both, have been here for 20 years. Wow. Yeah, so Tony is retiring on December 18th, and the park board has been having a lot of discussion about how the parks and rec department is going to look in the future. The park board 
has really focused on improving Brainerd's parks. Uh, they would like to see our parks and rec staff be more focused on park improvements. And so actually what they've done, is they, they've accepted proposals to look at outsourcing our recreation programs. Mm. And the other mm. thing that, that they're looking at is maybe the creation of a public works department. So the park board has asked that the city council consider creating an interim public works department uh, starting the day after Tony's retirement to see if this is something that may work for the city of Brainerd. So, so stay tuned. And there are uh, plenty of other models for that around the state, from what I understand. There are. One of our, our park board members, uh, Kevin Yeager, did quite a bit of research on other cities within the state of Minnesota and how the, their departments are structured. Yeah. yeah, very, very interesting. Well, we'll uh, watch with interest as uh, that uh, moves along. And something tells me you'll probably get a lot of applications for Chief McQuistian's uh, position just because uh, so many people want to move to the Brainerd Lakes area. so We're hearing that a lot, Ken. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, I would think so. All right. Well, let's also talk with Paul Sandy right now. Uh, Paul, uh, first of all, uh, bring us up to speed. How did the uh, construction projects this summer go? You know, Ken, they went very, very well. Um, we're uh, looking at kind of putting the bow on the uh, projects from 2020, which included some work over by the East Brainerd Mall in yeah. Northeast Brainerd. Yep. And then further northeast, uh, in the kind of that northeast corner of northeast, we had a project up there, too. So um, we're looking at closing out our project uh, by the East Brainerd Mall here within the next week or so. Um, the grass, it looks like it's growing pretty well, and I think people are uh, very happy with the turnout of that project. Uh, so we're looking at closing that one out, and the project up further northeast just finished up here last week. You would have seen the paver out there the other day, and um, the seating contractor was out uh, getting everything seated and kind of put back together. So uh, we're just working on a punch list on that project, and um, now we're kind of transitioning back into the winter season, and um, our maintenance personnel down at the street department are now uh, transitioning and um, starting actually to pick up the leaves uh, that we've seen come off here with this storm last night. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. um, so we're kind of transitioning all around in, in, in the engineering and, and street department. So it's always an exciting time of year to uh, uh, bust out the equipment that's been sitting in the street garage all summer and, and uh, start switching things over for snow removal. I was just thinking about this year's uh, weather for construction compared to last year when uh, oh, South, my. or was it two years ago, when South 6 was well, it was such a rainy year and so many delays, but this has worked out well, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah, no, it's been a great weather year for construction. All of our projects are are finishing up on time, and we're really happy about that because, like you said, it's been a few years of very wet summers. And it's hard to finish construction projects when the contractor can't make any headway because of wet soils and and uh, mud and, and all that. So we're very fortunate to have good contractors in town that uh, are uh, that stay on schedule. And um, you know we're really happy that we're we have a year where we've finished everything up and and can start afresh here in 2021. Uh, Something good in 2020. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it from Paul Sandy. Um, What about 2021? Let's look ahead. What can you tell us? So um, in 2021, uh, if you live down in southeast Brainerd, you have probably seen our survey staff out and about, uh, maybe utility flags out in your front yard. 
Um, we're doing a, a, a project down in Southeast Brainerd next year that'll consist of some local streets that we'll be resurfacing um, down on 15th Street, uh, 16th, uh, Chicago, Portland, and St. Louis. Those are what we're going to be picking on next year. Um, also included in that is Walnut and uh, Walnut Street and Pine Street. So if you see some utility flags or survey vehicles down in your uh, front yard, you can um, expect to uh, being notified here uh, throughout the winter about what we're planning on doing down there. And um, so that's kind of our project schedule for next year. Um, some of the other things we have in the works right now is we've been working very closely with MnDOT on the reconstruction of the rest of South 6th Street uh, from Joseph Street South to Greenwood Street. Um, so we've been working with them. Um, there's not a lot of layout changes that are happening on that one. It'll look exactly the same, um, but it'll be a, a surfacing renewal, uh, new storm sewer, curb and gutter, uh, kind of like what we saw on the original South 6th Street uh, in 2018, but uh, just kind of finishing off that corridor um, out of the city limits. So hmm. um, that's planned for construction in 2022. Ah, Okay. Uh, as you were talking about the leaves, you mentioned uh, street cleaning, and uh, let's talk about that. Do residents need to know about a schedule of any kind, or tell us about the street cleaning uh, process? Yeah, so our street sweepers, uh, the city of Brainerd owns two uh, fairly new street sweepers. Um, we do get out this time of year um, and start to sweep up all the leaves and debris uh, from the streets after most of the leaves have fallen. Um, we start early, and then we'll go and touch up areas where the rest of the leaves have fallen off. But um, if you actually go on to the City of Brainerd's Facebook page, um, our street department uh, updates our uh, Facebook um, very regularly on where they're going to be. And they'll generally include just general, they're not going to include street by street where they're going to be that day. But they'll include, you know, for example, that they'll be uh, north of Kingwood Street um, on this day, or they'll be north of 8th Street and northeast and east of Mill Avenue. And so they'll have general areas where they are going to be street sweeping that day. Um, the street sweeping typically takes about a month, and so um, if you stay updated, you can kind of see where they're at. Um, and if they're getting close to your neighborhood, uh, we just ask that, you know, if you want the leaves swept off the street, that your cars uh, stay in the driveway or try to find an area where we've already swept to park your vehicle so that the street sweepers can uh, work unimpeded because mm -hmm. it does help keep our rivers and lakes clean and keeps the leaves out of the storm sewer and just reduces the overall maintenance we have to do to the streets and, and cleaning the storm sewers. So, Excellent. Well, it is a political season. And uh, I think we we hear this from the county and, and from the city every year, and mm -hmm. people really need to watch where they put their signs, don't they? Yeah, yeah. So the city of Brainerd recently, uh, before this season, we actually went through an ordinance revision process to try to make it easier on residents and the uh, political parties to know uh, what the rules are about uh, political campaign signs in the right-of-way. And so um, our ordinance revision just basically states that please keep your political signs uh, 15 feet back from the curb. Um, in 99% of the circumstances, that means that it'll be on your private property yeah. and not in the city right-of-way. So okay. um, we run into some you know, safety and sight distance issues when those signs are placed uh, close to the curb, um, as they are in many locations right now. So we really just urge residents to make sure that you know, you're making sure your signs are placed 15 feet back from the right-of-way, 
And also we like to get a hold of the campaign or the political parties and make sure that they all know that when they're handing these signs out that the resident places them at least 15 feet back. And what happens if um, people are not following those rules? Are there consequences? So more recently than not, the, the city council actually, we're, we're doing this more on a, a complaint basis. And so um, in recent years, we've actually re- gone out and removed them. Um, the, we haven't found that to be in the best use of staff time. Yeah. And so we really just urge residents to make sure that they're, they're put back at least 15 feet from the curb. Um, if we were receiving a lot of complaints, we may do another city sweep, but uh, we really don't think that's in the best use or interest of staff time. Mm-hmm. And so we're just really making sh- or urging residents and trying to get that information out there so that they just place them in the right spot. All right. Uh, you mentioned the sign ordinance being uh, uh, redone recently. Uh, do I understand there's some changes coming to the solid waste ordinance? Yeah, that is correct. So we are actually working with the uh, solid waste haulers in Brainerd. Um, we had a committee that was set up by the city council to review our ordinance and, and make something that works both for them and for the city from a maintenance standpoint. So when we get into snow removal season, uh, waste cans and cars become issues for snow plows. Yeah. Um, a lot of the waste uh, cans get left out for much longer than they should be. Um, and so the ordinance changes are really going to focus on when you can place your can out and where the can should be placed. Um, we've worked with the haulers to try to um, get to a fully alley, uh, a full alley uh, placement schedule, unless there's not an alley available. And so we want to get those cans off the street and into the alleys where they belong and uh, work with the haulers to continue uh, enforcement on making sure people pull their cans back when they do get emptied the, the day that the provider comes to pick it up. Okay. So there are some changes coming. Just keep your eyes and ears open to that. Um, your uh, haulers will be probably giving you a schedule update and also um, where your can should be placed once we get this ordinance revised. All right, and uh, let's wrap up by uh, just uh, reminding us, uh, it sounds like City Hall and the police department, they've been going through this uh, remodeling. Is that about done? Yeah, so uh, City Hall and the PD have pretty much finished up our projects. You'll notice the City Hall front steps are still being worked on. Uh, We're waiting on the granite and the railings to get cut and put into place before we open that up, uh, just for the safety of the public. We want to make sure we have the railings and things in place. Of course. Um, So those, uh, the projects are both uh, here at substantial completion, just doing a few touch-up items and things like that. Um, So, and then, of course, with the 2021, we have another uh, large project that we are uh, undertaking, which is an addition out at our street department facility oh. uh, for the incorporation of our parks department. So the oh. city looking at ways to more efficiently provide services to residents. Uh, we, they came to the conclusion that we should combine uh, those two departments into one building and so we've been working with uh, with Seth Smith Nolting to uh, design an addition to our street department facility to house and um, uh, our, our park staff along with our street department staff. So um, that is hoping to be uh, out for bid and construction in 2021. So look forward to that. Very good. Lots of ground covered here, you two. Thank you so much. Thank yeah, you. we're busy at the city of Brainerd. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> well, we appreciate you spending time with us to keep our listeners up to speed on what's going on. And we'll look forward to talking again next month. Thank you, Ken and Tess. Thank, Thank you both. You.
Jennifer Bergman is the Brainerd City Administrator. Paul Sandy is the Brainerd City Engineer. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor. That's today's edition of Community Focus. Our Community Focus programs can be heard anytime on our website. Just go to 1067wjjy.com. You can also listen through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.